You're listening to the Whistle Pulse podcast with me, Laura Hanlon, keeping your finger on the pulse with all the local info you need to know every Tuesday and Friday morning. Good morning. 7.39 is the time on November 16th. And how are you doing? Did you stay dry uh, yesterday? I really hope you and everyone you know uh, did and is safe. Of course, we're all talking about, I mean, I know a couple of people who are stuck on the other side of some of the Coquihalla landslides and around Hope and Merritt there. So I hope everyone you know is safe, dry and uh, doesn't have any home damage. We'll get into that shortly, especially for our friends up in Pemby. But uh, yeah, Uh, I don't know where to start today after uh, chronic weather from yesterday. Crazy. In fact, how about we start with the fact that yesterday we had 45 mils of rain. On Sunday, we had 54 recorded in nesters here in Whistler. But as you can see this morning, we've actually had a dusting of snow. And that's because the freezing level, uh, the temperature sort of began to change around middle afternoon yesterday, around one, two o'clock, and started to drop, particularly in the Alpine there, but here in the valley as well. So we've had a dusting and it's also kind of dust on crust. And we all know what that means when we go skiing, you know, you get a a few centimeters, makes everything look great, but it rained to the top the day before. And not only is it spicy, it's just, it's like corrugated cardboard or iron to ski, but uh, that means this morning that, oh yeah, it looks pretty, but there's going to be, it's going to be pretty treacherous underfoot. So be careful after all the volume of water we had yesterday, be careful on your feet today. That little inch of snow is going to maybe give us a bit of false sense of security on it, you know? So look out for slipping over today. Be careful there. But weather-wise on the, well, in the valley and on the mountain, how about the fact, yeah, on the mountain, I was looking at the tree line yesterday, you know, right at the top as far as I could see it from the valley. And oh yeah, it rained right to the top. None of the trees had snow on them. I'm looking on the webcams this morning and seeing a little bit of snow lowering around there. And there were just maybe a couple centimeters to dust off the snow ruler this morning. But looking at around minus 10 in the Alpine this morning with calmer winds than they had yesterday. We had really uh, blustery winds in the valley yesterday, but much calmer conditions this morning. And then looking at the week, well, looking for no uh, much cooler conditions, a freezing level around valley bottom, which will be great for snowmaking. They'll be doing a lot of that. Looking for, in fact, a really cold night tonight in the valley, looking for it as cold as maybe minus eight, but a steady sort of uh, uh, temperatures in the minuses overnight. Therefore, in the Alpine, looking for, like I said, cooler temperatures in the Alpine, which will be fantastic for snowmaking and subalpine. We really need that now after (laughs) all the rain we've had definitely can see some rain furrows in the snowpack from the sheer volume we had even at elevation yesterday and the day before so yeah the opening day looming uh next thursday november 25th we'll have a see how much snowmaking uh we get done because we don't have any major accumulations in the forecast for the well the next sort of five days as it stands i'll give you an update on friday from what we're seeing there but valley temperature wise looking for about a high of three today with this chance of flurries kind of clearing this afternoon we're going to have more sunshine later this afternoon tomorrow a mix of sun and cloud expected 
but with the wind chill looking at it to be about minus five tomorrow and a high of zero. So a cooler day tomorrow after, like I said, that really frosty temperature of minus eight coming into dawn tomorrow, which will be at 7.27. Sunset at around 4.25 as well tomorrow night. But Thursday, we were looking for sort of more of a cloudy day. Friday, a mix of sun and cloud and warmer temperatures come Friday, Saturday at this point in the valley, looking for highs of maybe five degrees. But an update coming our way Friday because, uh, oh boy, yeah, this weather. Um, so much to talk about. I don't even know, like I said, where to start, but we should start with how it's affecting the roads. And that's a lot of highway closures, in fact, especially in the interior, of course, uh, along with the Duffy. And I'm reading this morning on Drive BC that there will be, uh, they don't have an estimated time of opening available. They've got an assessment in progress, looking to provide an update at 9am on the road closure to Lillooette. That's due to mudslides there between, uh, on that, well, 81k stretch to Seaton Lake Road. And you've still got some, well, yeah, some slippery sections, notifications of that as well uh, towards Lillooet with some compact snow on that side as well of Highway 99. Uh, was a lane closure yesterday as well around Brunswick Beach Road in Lions Bay there due to pooling. I know there was a huge amount of pooling yesterday by the exit from Chequemus Crossing as well. Uh, you can see that online from Tim Koshal's uh, uh, meme that he shared from Vancouver yesterday. But I'm sure you saw the article about the floating barge. Did you? Uh, I was keeping progress on that. There was a, um, a huge barge just let loose heading towards Granville Island and Barad Bridge yesterday that has sort of run aground on the rocks. A little uh, someone's sail ship too. I'm sure their bike has been nicked now that it's run aground as well, but uh, lots of uh, yeah potential repercussions there. But luckily that barge has run aground and hasn't headed towards the bridge and marinas there. Oh, spicy. Ah, uh, more highway closures, of course, abound around Hope with realistically the Coca-Cola going to be, uh, it'll, it'll be closed for several weeks after that washout. Uh, needs to be replaced. So a look at making alternative travel plans if you're heading into the interior. It will mean a couple of things to probably bear in mind as well for longer trips like gas, getting gas. It's going to be a struggle to get to gas to those remoter uh, now, remoter um remoter settlement so maybe plan to have a jerry can in your car not a bad idea but i was mentioning yesterday too do you have blankets emergency snacks that kind of thing in your car you really should at this time of year especially you know in case anything like this comes um, around to to affect you and call you to be stored somewhere you want to be comfortable so you know maybe throw a few extra granola bars in your car you know uh, Road-wise, what else did I want to mention uh, today too? Not just the Coca-Cola, also that Merit was out of water, clean water yesterday. Ah, which reminds me. I wanted to check if there was a drinking water advisory for us here in Whistler because you'll remember last year in June when we had all that runoff uh, for uh, yeah, from the rapid snowmelt, there was an advisory from the municipality to boil your water. So uh, there was a flood watch, of course, issued yesterday, but nothing on the municipality's website about, as a website about our drinking water and have it, it having been affected by that large amount of rain. Because I've seen photos from oh, Whistler K being flooded yesterday. Of course, all our local parks, like Rainbow Park, is uh, has a really high water line. Wayside, Lakeside. 
and Nida Lake looking like it's lost the dock along with around Alpha Lake yesterday. So uh, flooded sections of the Valley Trail. Uh, yeah, you have to be um, really strategic if you're planning to walk to work or bike to work on what will be, uh, yeah, sunnier days today and tomorrow. But mm, so much going on. Where to start next? So road-wise, yeah, Duffy webcam is down right now too. Let's move on to the happy stuff. How about <laughs> the events that are going on over the next few days here in Whistler? Well, uh, at the Murray Young Centre, they have the Trees for the Forests uh, exhibition ongoing, but they have actually a new exhibition opening tomorrow at the Whistler Museum, who always have entry by donation. And it's a fantastic resource and facility here in town. And they're opening an exhibition about Parkhurst, which I walked two years ago and really got the heebie-jeebies in, didn't we, Claire? But it was a very old logging community, uh, aka Ghost Town, here in town. And they've got a new special exhibit that will be uh, taking a look at life there at Parkhurst. I'm sure if you've been, you've seen all those old cans that are still, you know, uh, a part of the moss now, part of the carpet of the place. But uh, lots of paraphernalia still remaining there from the the logging camp days. But uh, yeah, an exhibit opening at the Whistle Museum tomorrow. In a couple days on November 19th at the Murray Young Arts Centre, we have a screening from Protect Our Winters and Switchback Entertainment. Entertainment, and it's a, a climate ski film, Sam and Me, with all proceeds going to Protect Our Winters Canada. The time for that screening is 7 p.m., along with a drum-making workshop the day after at the SLCC, and that's going to be between 10 and 12 p.m., uh, learning how to make your own 12-inch drum in that workshop, and that's going to be led by the cultural ambassadors at the SLCC. In fact, uh, mentioning the SLCC yesterday was actually... Endure, uh, Indigenous Tourism BC on Instagram. Fantastic follow on online if you're an Instagrammer. Indigenous Tourism BC was mentioning the SLCC's display and history and workmanship over their baskets, but which were actually water retentive in the often used grease, but really highlighting that and uh, everything about the, the, the weaving from the Squamish and Lillawatt nations exhibited at the SLCC and the Squamish Lillowat Cultural Centre's hours are Tuesday through Sunday right now, 10 a.m. till 5 p.m. All right. More events. Don't worry. There's more on the way. Because how about the fact, of course, Cornucopia is currently on and we've got a couple events coming up from them, which would include... Well, it's their comedy one happening in just two nights from now. It's their uh, comedy kitchen. So that has tickets available. Also this Friday night for Cornucopia, they have their murder mystery night. I'll be volunteering there, but maybe, uh, so maybe I'll see you there, but tickets are hard to get a hold of. But tonight happening at the library, I mentioned it on the last episode of the Pulse. Well, uh, that was the fact that meteorologist David Jones will be running a seminar tonight at the library from 7pm to 8.30pm called Powder Picking in a Changing Climate. So that event is happening well underway. And along with that, a series that uh, for your, not if, uh, you know, not just for the backcountry skier, but also for uh, the wannabe backcountry skier or anybody looking to find out more information uh, on avalanches in their area in the snowpack is a 
series, a blog series that is coming out from BCA, Backcountry Access. And it's going to be called their Demystifying Avalanche Concept Series. And that will be starting very, very soon, that blog, um, trying to demystify a lot of the tech around uh, avalanche forecasting, that kind of thing, to make it a lot more digestible and understandable. So that could be a really fantastic uh, resource for a lot of us throughout the winter. That's on BCA's website. Uh, Events-wise, well, we've got to talk about the fact the winter kickoff is happening again. I know we didn't see it last year, but the winter kickoff, it's hosted by the North Face in collaboration with WB. <clears throat> and they used to do a camp out contest, remember? Used to camp out for first chair. Well, they're still doing that. Oh yeah, you can do the camp out contest. And the prizing is pretty huge, a really unique prizing there, which is, uh, which is amazing. It'd be cool to see this again, you know, all those lit north face domes that they have at the base of Whistler for people to camp out in. And uh, you can get sleeping bags, the actual tent as well, uh, including, uh, yeah, check out the details online because they also have an Instagram contest for their winter kickoff party and, uh, and more information on that available online. Did see something pop up yesterday that garnered a lot of attention online, 106 comments on Facebook actually, about a new dating show doing a casting call that's for singles between 25 and 35. Have you applied? Well, uh, filming is going to take place sometime in 2022. This would be more than fascinating because there is so much that could make a dating show look really interesting. I mean, imagine, uh, you know, really getting a look at the high density uh, housing situation, you know, that some people will be heading back to. I think this, that could be wild. So uh, there you go. There's a a casting call for a dating show in town. More details about that online as well. Uh, I'm telling you, it's jam-packed, lots of events. Next one is the fact that our beloved local electronic act, uh, one of of many, uh, Ski Tour, have actually added a date. We've all been eagerly looking, by the way, Dave and Tim, for when you'll be playing here in Whistler, but as you've well noted as well, that... uh, well, dancing still isn't allowed in BC, is it? But you will be playing in Squamish on November 20th at Cliffside Cider, a new date added to their tour. There you go. If you want to make the pilgrimage south, uh, that'll be a fantastic project. But uh, here we go. Uh, a really beautiful thing that the House Sound Women's Centre are putting together this year, and it's called Fill a Bag. And it's an opportunity to con- for people to consider filling a new or maybe gently used bag or backpack or purse with some daily essentials, which would be new and unopened, Uh, you know, for women, for families, whatever you can think of. If you're feeling like that could be a really great way to be charitable, I really think it is. I'm going to be doing that for sure. And it's an amazing idea. And drop off, you can drop off bags in Squamish or Whistler at their women's centers by December 20th. Okay. More information about that, of course, online as well from the women's center. Uh, next, <laughs> uh, Mountain Mentors, a wonderful program, a uh, community to help bring together self-development and support in the backcountry, but also in their summer programming as well, has had a bit of a delay with the announcement of their pairings. But if you're in the program and waiting to find out who you're going to be partnered with for this winter, don't worry and look for your inboxes today. They announced yesterday that there will be, uh, there was a bit of a delay, but you will be finding out who you're paired up with for the winter today.
7.54 and I'm still rambling. Well, that's because tonight being a Tuesday as well, Jam Night with Costaman and friends at the Whistler Racket Club is underway and it's an open mic style as well from 6pm onwards and this is going to be every Tuesday. So lots of food and drink specials and offer as well and with the wonder, wonderful Costaman and friends making sure that they uh, execute a hell of a jam night. So a wonderful opportunity for some live music and performance here, there I should say, the Whistler Racket club another one for the to save the date because of course tommy's is no longer tommy's and it was a uh, a beloved venue for whistler junglists nights well garfs is going to be resurrecting the the trend or resurrecting uh, whistler junglist nights and it starts on november 22nd you've got uh like um dj ss from formation records bringing this together so you've got naps infectious and future benny playing uh, the first kind of uh, whistler junglist night in a long time so uh that'll be on november 22nd there's one for the 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 bank for you a little date bank speaking of dates how about the fact it's a couple of local whistlerites birthdays oh yeah happy birthday brandon buck hope you christy and your wonderful family have a great day along with jacinta Cunahan's, she's no longer in town she handed over the baton to me at whistler fm a couple of years ago now but she's in oz i hope she's having a wonderful day charles antoine perrier as well his birthday but he's moved on and erin sorry for those who knew erin she is an absolute rock star total fighter now in nova scotia and uh yeah really really overcoming a huge blow i'm not going to go too much into it if you know her and then you know her but hell of a woman and uh wishing her very much all the best a very happy birthday today more coming on the way to including chuck renaud roy it's his birthday tomorrow along with uh who else do we have that we know um, oh amanda barchuk's birthday's coming up that means her twins birthday's coming up on november 20th as well jojo van engelsdorp's birthday coming up soon and eric nielsen's too but i'll give them a shout out come friday because oh, stinky who by the way watched the niners play in san fran yesterday but stinky's on the stroll is bringing you some amazing facts here some really cool ones from this day including the fact that uh lysergic acid diethylamide uh, aka lsd was first synthesized on this day by swiss chemist dr albert hoffman uh-huh yeah on this day in 1938 cool hey mm. along with the fact apparently new york city's fifth avenue opened for business on this day in 1824 and lionel messi made his debut at 16, his official debut for Barcelona on this day as a substitute against Porto in 2003. A little sporting fact for you there. And uh, how about the Sound of Music musical uh, opening at the Lundfontein Theatre in NYC in 1959, and it ran for 1,443 performances. Crazy, hey? Mm. Yeah, uh, lots of facts for you there, including one from 1968. The Jimi Hendrix experience went to number one on the US album chart with their third and final studio album, Electric Ladyland, that had a lot of controversy around the, uh, well, the cover of the album with the naked lady. And uh, yeah, it was banned by several record dealers as well as like W.H. Smith.
Smith in the UK, but uh, so other people sold it with like with a gatefold cover turned inside out. But no, it went to number one, uh, even with the version. And you'll know Vo- Voodoo Chili off there as well. But of course, their version of Bob Dylan's All Along the Watchtower. Oh, I feel like playing that today for sure. But let's wrap it up, team. I know you've got things to do. Get on your way. And uh, I've got a wonderful brunch to go to with a girlfriend. So today's uh, well, today's track that is on the playlist I've created this month is actually by Bonobo. It's Rosewood. Came out at the beginning of October and it'll feature on his upcoming album, which comes out, Fractures, which comes out in January. He's got a couple of singles out like Tides, Atomo as well. But Bonobo, who's originally from Brighton actually in England, will be playing at the PE Forum on March 21st. So if you're a fan of Bonobo and very much an ever-evolving artist, then, uh, well, I hope you like the track that's in the playlist, Rosewood. I'm really digging in it, digging it, but maybe you'll want to get some tickets as well to see him on March 21st. And just a heads up, if you are looking for live tickets in Vancouver, get them now because Courtney Barnett is already sold out. I really wanted to see her live again and see her tour her new album, but oh resale tickets are steep so yeah fyi get on those tickets if you think oh do i want to go do i want to go get them that's my top tip and my little joke for today isn't great and i'd really appreciate some input if you have it uh (laughs) i know a lot of jokes about retired people but none of them work yeah i might have to give up on the joke section now hey yeah Uh Well, maybe I gave you something to talk about today, but hope you have a phenomenal day. Sorry, it's a really long-winded number, but back uh, when we get to opening day and we start doing a podcast every midweek day, there won't be as much information to cram into one episode, so they'll be shorter and a lot more digestible for your day on your way to the hill, whilst you're making your coffee, all that kind of stuff. And uh, stay tuned on Friday. Give us a listen because I'll have more information on another round of Be Vocal about a local. That's right. But have yourself a fantastic Tuesday. Really hope you stay dry. Oh, ah, I did forget to talk about that, didn't I? Have a look on Facebook at the Pemberton Firefighters Association post in collaboration with the Pemberton Valley Diking District. Everything that they've been up to to try and keep people safe because there were a few basements and other people affected in and around Pioneer Junction, of course, yesterday from the flooding. So uh, a big thank out for that report and the community in Pemberton and to the firefighters there and to Glenn as well, really doing a wonderful uh, wonderful work here, a case of dewatering at the trailer park, but more, uh, yeah, Huge kudos to everybody helping out in Pemberton yesterday. But luckily, the Lillooet wasn't flooding. It was, uh, the rain was mostly in the creeks. But anyway, I'm going to stop blabbing now. Happy Tuesday. <laughs> the Whistler Pulse podcast is here for you every Tuesday and Friday morning in the summer at around 8.15ish and is sponsored by Stinkies on the Stroll. Strolling down for all your hunger, thirst, sporting and apres needs.